Hello, everybody. Welcome to It's Not Friendship Island. Remember that one time where I kept getting stuck on uh, uh, Bare Naked Ladies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not uh, yeah. Friendship Island. I still think about it all the time. <laughs> Almost every time you say the name of the podcast, I hear it. All right. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to It's Not yeah, it's Friendship not. Island. Mm-hmm. My name is Brendan. I'm Sarah. And today we're talking about Australia Season 5. Love Island, Australia, season five, <laughs> week six, seven, week seven, the final, the final week. week, aka episodes uh, 25, 26, 27, and 28. Yes, that's correct. So I'm excited because we have one more episode. Only one more and it's the finale. So and it I, should know, fly right by. I didn't hate this week. No, me either. Mostly because it was nothing. Yeah. And, but they did add some fun stuff at the end there. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a good week. The yes. last two have not been so bad. Right. But before we get into them, <gasps> some calls to actions. Oh, here. Hey, what is that? What is that? Is that an action I hear calling? <laughs> it I says patreon.com <laughs> slash not friendship island pod. <laughs> and I say to that disembodied voice in the wind. <laughs> What does that get me if I subscribe to your Patreon for $5 a month? Uh-huh. It gets you a whole uh, extra episode a week of an older season recap that you, we've never done before. I remember the one time you like said it really aptly. You were like, new episodes of old seasons. And you were like, oh my god, that's so much easier than what I've been saying. Oh, uh, true. New episodes of old seasons. <laughs> weekly there currently we are wrapping up season five uk Mm -hmm. uh and a fun ride it's been a very fun ride and i understand why it's uh, a lot of people's favorite season Mm -hmm. i've never seen it before sarah has seen it before but a while ago and not with the same lens that uh that is required by taking (laughs) seven pages of notes an episode (laughs) also with the five dollars a month you get access to our exclusive discord you can chat with all of our friends and listeners about everything love island and some things not love island yeah there's uh pictures of pets in there right Mm -hmm. now if you want to go look love that um absolutely also follow us on instagram at not friendship island pod yeah um rate and review us five stars wherever you listen yes please it's my christmas wish yeah mama can you rate my pod (laughs) five stars please Christmas Eve and this pod is just my type. <laughs> what is that Christmas song? What is that? Christmas shoes? You never heard that song? No, but everyone always talks about everyone always talks about it. It's very sad, right? Yeah, it's really sad. We don't have to get into it right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh but what's up with you? Should, do you want to say anything before we start? Yeah, I want to talk about something weird that happened to me today. So I go home on my lunch break and I go up this certain road and I was on the phone with my mom and there was this minivan in front of me and there was like, I could just tell there were like three or four dogs in this minivan because they were all like jumping around in the back seat. And then one of the dogs threw a knife out of the car. What? Wait. He had it in his mouth and he dropped it out of the car window. (laughs) Towards your car? Yeah. (laughs) That dog was trying to kill you? My mom was like, it's a murder weapon. And I was like, no, it was in a dog's mouth, which I guess doesn't mean it's not a murder weapon. But 
That's so crazy. Isn't that nutty? What kind of knife? I don't know. It looked it was some kind of like pocket knife because you could tell that the knife like folded. Okay. That it could fold. You try to like slash your tires or something, you think? The dog? You I think don't think so. the dog had an issue with you? No, but I did memorize the license plate just in case. <laughs> you know what the scariest part of that was? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but go ahead. What was the scariest part for you? Uh, that you were on the phone with your mother. Mm, honestly <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> uh, that's my story for today before the pod Just i love to it share. That's, i've never a dog's never thrown a knife at me yeah yeah some girls have all the luck huh yeah i guess i'm just like the dog whisperer call me caesar milan because a dog's never thrown a knife at me <laughs> right right i'm the caesar milan of this podcast that's so true remember that one time that you went and you put your fingers into my throat? Yeah. That's what Caesar Milan oh, does. Right. No, but there's one episode <laughs> where he had two dogs, and one of them was very passive, and one of them was very aggressive. Yeah. And the aggressive one was like, yipping at me, yipping at me, and the other one was just like kind of being scared. Uh-huh. And he like made a whole, de- he's like, he was like holding both of them, <laughs> and he's just like, it looked like he was like meditating or like trying to <laughs> use magic. And he's like, transfer I, I the was, energy from I was like, <laughs> showing my dominance to one in this hand and then comforting the one in the other hand and after it, he's like oh i'm so tired he like collapsed he was like it's the funniest thing he's not that different from zach bagans is he no he truly isn't <laughs> honestly they wear the same clothes sometimes we should get into love Island. Uh, okay i'm surprised you didn't want to do a ghost adventure podcast a year and a half ago I I've asked in way less time than that. Have you really? Yes. Check your texts, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's well, there. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon there's, for our new pilot for Ghosted uh, Buddies. Ghost there's buddies. that one. There's uh, K dramas. There's Wishbone. There's the challenge. I have. That is so true. I just keep asking until one of them eventually happens. Wishbone is the one I want the most, though. That you do. <laughs> what would we call it? I've learned everything from Wishbone. It's not I've... Wishbone Island. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love Island, episode Australia, episode 25. 25. We open back on the night of the Heart Rate Challenge. Andy and Nakia are chatting in the TP. They talk about the challenge, about the amount of attention that Andy was giving Nakia. Nakia says that there could have been even more manhandling on his part. So he slapped her across the fa- I'm kidding. <laughs> we see Harmony get annoyed to be in a couple with somebody who just avoids her. And she's like up on the balcony talking talking like to Nate, and he is not listening but he's like yeah he's like shoving food in his mouth he's like yeah right yeah uh-huh <laughs> it's so funny because she i bet he's like why what is different now like right what has changed nothing this has been it since day one <laughs> we see andy tell nakia that he wants to sleep on the day bed but he's worried about coming off as petty well you should have thought of that before you picked her up and put her vagina in your face while standing up yeah the fact that he's like still worried about like being the nice guy but only he's only apparently worried about being the nice guy to harmony right but again not while in public during the heart rate challenge you put your nose inside of her garden (laughs) yeah nakia's like okay it's fine 
to kiss me like that in front of her, but you can't sleep out here with me. Be- not in front of her. All right, exactly. We see Kale and Tyra chat. All of their chats through this whole last week are just like lovey-dovey. Like, isn't it great that there are literally no issues with us at all and we just like each other? Yeah. <laughs> and it's easy. And, uh, and you know, honestly, it is great. Mm-hmm. Keep doing it. Yeah. Because you're going to earn yourself 50K. I think so. If I, I had to guess. If, if was... anyone else wins at this point, I l- will do something drastic. Oh, my God. What will you do? Something I can't say. Okay. Let me I'm, know if you can. I, I don't. I, will you put me on the spot? I didn't have any. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Tyra says that she can uh, still feel how it felt to see him again for the first time. They say that they will be leaving the villa exclusive with one another. At bedtime, Nakia brings up to the girls Andy saying that he wants to sleep on the day bed, but he is still more interested in saving Harmony's feelings than hers. You, you, to her face, were like, "I don't fuck with you." Why do you like? Yeah, you don't you, even you, like Harmony. You can wash your hands of it now, right? Like, what are you trying to do? And everyone is, like, thinking that he's going to be sleeping outside with Nakia because that kind of makes the most sense after the way he acted. Uh, but he crawls into bed next to Harmony. Just being the good guy, you know? I don't <laughs> Sleeping get next to someone he hates. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think he also still hates Nakia. Yeah. So I think he's, I think he's just, like, a little horn dog. He's... He makes me kind of sick. I started reading this book mm-hmm. that I don't. I stopped reading because it was just like it What's was kind of boring. I am Legend. Oh, is that the what the movie with Will Smith is based on? Or yeah, very loosely. But oh, okay. in, in the book, they're vampires instead of. Oh. But they're like fucked up vampires. They're like ugly vampires or whatever. Oh, like Nosferatu type beat. Yeah, a little bit. They're like zombie vampires. It's okay. a little bit of a mix. But anyway. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was, like, at the beginning, he's, like, losing his mind. It's, like, basically a dialogue between, like, all the characters in his head as he, like, the vampires are, like, fucking with them. He's, like, they'll set up garlic, but then he'll, he'll, they'll throw rocks at the garlic to knock it down. They keep trying to get into the house, right? Okay. And the whole time he's, like, oh, I gotta do this. It's, like, and every time he sees a woman vampire, like, a little fucked up woman vampire, he's, like, oh, I'm. Oh, I get so horny. It's been so long. And then it it shows a flashback of, like, the before times. And he's like, I can't believe that was five months ago. Oh, my God. I'm like, if you're getting so horny that when you get drunk, you leave your house to get sucked by vampires. <laughs> because it's been five months. I am going to make it through any apocalypse. This- That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> this sounds crazy, this book. You want to talk about loose ass uh, uh, no. translations from book to movie? What? Because I just finished up a K drama called Little Women, okay. which is in fact somehow loosely based on the American novel. Okay. And I think the only way that that is the case is because there are sisters mm. that are involved, but it's about like a Korean woman who gets framed for embezzling like 70 billion won. So I don't think that's what Little Women is about. <laughs> right? I I've never read Little Women, so I don't I know. I did when I was much younger, but uh, when, when we, you would say that you were a little woman, you read it. I was indeed a littler woman than I am now. But that's a 
that's a very loose translation between book and well or even the movie the american movie to this show but anyways that sounds fucking crazy was will smith supposed to be playing a fucked up i never saw i am legend but was he playing one of those fucked up vampire things in no, the movie? He, no, no, he was the other guy. So oh. there's one guy left alive. Of course there is, and it's Will Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what yeah. if that's how it really happens? Yeah, Will the... Smith is the last human left. Uh, listen, if I know anything about his situation, uh-huh. it will be Jada Pinkett. Will be <laughs> the last human left right. out of those two. <laughs> Maybe he'll finally snap. Mm. Hopefully not hurting his wife. That's not what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounded like you... He's like, he already did snap, all right? He slapped Chris Rock on television. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> next morning, uh, Kale puts together a little mimosa and a board with a bunch of chocolates and strawberries for uh, Tyra down at the fire pit. There are so many little bowls of chocolates on different that kinds. board. Lots of different kinds. Uh Tyra loves it, but... But she uh, doesn't fuck with strawberries. Which is so fucked up. I love strawberries. And strawberries and chocolate, that's such an amazing little combination there. I agree. Listen, nobody loves strawberries more than me. I know. I know that's true. But I gotta be honest, I don't always like eating strawberries. I'm always, always worried they're gonna have bugs on them. Mmm... That's why my aunt doesn't eat raspberries anymore. Ew, I don't like raspberries. They've got hairs on them. Because when she was a kid, she took a bite of a raspberry and there was a pincher bug in it. Oh. And it grabbed her lip. Oh, you've told me this before. So she doesn't fuck with raspberries anymore. But I've watched too many of those videos where somebody's like, I bought these strawberries from the grocery store. And then they like show a video of them like cleaning them. And it's like in the bowl afterward is like just a bunch of fucking bugs. Tiny that, little bugs. That feels wrong. Maybe it is, but it's unfortunately kept me from buying strawberries this past year or two. (laughs) Mm. And then Zach gets a text, and everyone is playing a game called Hot Flush, which uh, we'll get to. But (laughs) they get the impression from the text that this is a game that they have to answer questions about each other. Um, So they... Some of the couples start, like, chatting together and, like, talking and studying up for the quiz. And we find out that Sav's animals are named Cheeto, which we, Cheeto, which we knew, but also f- uh, Fat Brenda and Apis. What was the last one? Apis. Apis? Yes. Is that the tarantula? I think so. That feels like a very tarantula. Tarantula name. Right. Uh, but she also has a snake. I guess that's maybe Fat Brenda. Mm, that would make sense. Would it? Yeah, because when they eat something, they just get really fat. Right, right, right. <laughs> so we see them arrive to the game. They're all dressed as devils. That doesn't make sense, right? And they have to. So there are two toilet stalls. Uh, and one is labeled A and one is labeled B. And so they're asked a question. Uh, multi. Well, a, two choice question mm-hmm. and they have to stand in the toilet stall that they that they correlates sit on the toilet right Ooh, it's kind of gross um that correlates to whatever answer they're choosing and if they're correct there's just a nice little ding and if they are incorrect they get covered in a lovely goo which i feel like it wasn't gooey enough 
A lot of times it just looked like colored water. Yeah. Some of the time it looked gooey and some of the time it didn't. Yeah. There was the wrong ratio. Yeah. They just needed to mix it better. Yeah. Maybe so. Um, Nakia is the host as the only single Islander there. And so Reed is up first. He's asked what Chloe's mom's name is. He gets that correct. And then he's asked what Chloe's favorite sex position is. And the two options are pile driver or screwdriver. Do you know either of these? I've never heard of screwdriver. You've heard of pile driver? What is that? That sounds, it sounds violent. Yeah, I don't, listen. Because isn't that also like a. Some things get on the front page of of websites that I frequent. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't, you don't click them or anything, but sometimes you just see them. No, because it looks painful for everyone involved. So, uh, isn't that also like the name of like some kind of like wrestling move? Yeah. Maybe, I guess that's why it sounds so violent. Or it gets the name, to be fair. Oh, is it the same thing, but naked? (laughs) No, kind of, but no. A pile driver wrestling move. Okay, yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> is where you are standing up. Okay. And you're holding someone upside down. Oh. Like stomach to stomach. Right. And then you drop on your knees so it looks like they hit their head. Yeah. But you hit your knees. Yeah. Okay, I've seen that. Pile driver of the sexual persuasion is like you would you would have your – you'd be like on your shoulders with like your back against the couch or something. And then – downstairs up <laughs> downstairs up okay downstairs point north okay <laughs> okay i follow so and far then, then you know have sex that, with that. <laughs> at that point you're not really contributing yeah you're kind of stuck yeah. <laughs> you're just kind of like <laughs> and then like i don't know how you have to like I it doesn't interest me Anyways, uh, he guesses pile driver because he also says he's never heard of screwdriver, but he is wrong. Apparently, well, I'm gonna have to Google that. So yeah, you go ahead while I while I while I continue on. Um, Chloe is next, and she has asked how many uh, Instagram followers Reed has, which uh, is bullshit for several different reasons. Because one, that was before you got on a TV show, right? So it's a different number now. And two, who the f- fuck cares? Agreed. She okay. goes for the lower of the two numbers, and she is correct. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Which is like 49,000. Yeah, something like that. This sizzling sex <laughs> more gives you the deep penetration of doggy style, but with the fun twists. Here's how you do it. The woman get down on all fours okay. with her chest lowered and chin up. Okay. Is the chin important? I guess. <laughs> the man then stands behind her but throws one leg over her bum. Entering okay. f- her from behind? I need a picture. <laughs> How does that I make sense? I guess I can picture you that. Throw a, so, like, you what, you're standing be... like a genie on one leg? <laughs> <laughs> you have... I don't <laughs> I don't You're understand standing that. like a genie. Throw no, one you... leg over her bum. What does that mean? I think you have to be like tall. I think it's like a you're like kind of standing. Oh god! Now I have sexpositions.club on my <laughs> dot club. That's Whoa! Right. Okay, no, that doesn't seem. <laughs> Is that how it's described? No, that's the. No, okay. does it look how it was described? I assume you're looking at it. Yes. Okay. So imagine face down, ass up. Right. I but, was already there. So. But then 
the guy puts his leg over her bum. <laughs> right, but like I you're kind of standing side. How does your dick go? <laughs> you have one leg between her legs on your knee, I'm Remember? assuming. <laughs> yeah. And then you put, okay. So <laughs> if I'm on my right knee. Okay. My left leg uh-huh. is on your right hip. Right. I think that's how I was maybe picturing it. Where'd my pee-pee go? <laughs> She's got to be really face down, really ass up for and it to work. And he's got to have a flexible And a he's got to be tall. Well, he is. <laughs> well, he is. <laughs> that seems like more work than, than is worth. Yeah, and it doesn't sound like necessarily enjoyable for the girl. So why is that her favorite sex And position? you need a flexible hamstring as a guy to be 100%. It just seems like it seems like for the girl it's the same as doggy. Yep. So, while I guess the only difference is you probably hear your partner screaming about getting a cramp at some point. Yeah. Yep. And maybe that's enjoyable for some people. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Chloe is asked next how many threesomes Reed has had, more or less than five. And she's a little bit put off by this question, and she's, like, very much hoping that it's lower, which is what she guesses, but she is wrong. It seems like she doesn't know him at all, but is convinced she does. Yes, absolutely. Just just kind of, like, being A-type personality about, like, I'm right about him, even though I don't know him. Yeah, because think of all the praise she got at movie night when she was like, I'm sticking by my man. That I don't know because I've been here for like two two right. or three days at that point. And to be fair, the only people who praised her were Trent and Zach. So that means mm-hmm. nothing. And Reed. But yes. Of course, Reed. <laughs> he doesn't count though. <laughs> uh, next, Clint is up and he is asked, what did Sav want to be when she was younger? A Bratz doll or a Barbie doll? He guesses Bratz and he is right. And then he's asked, what is Sav's favorite movie? Captain Fantastic or The Notebook? Do you know what Captain Fantastic is? For I always thought it was that movie about where um, the guy like took his kids out of school. Is right? that all he did? And then Sounds he like had a to short like short movie. <laughs> no, he had to like go to he had to like go to court and like prove that they're getting an education. Oh. Yeah, Viggo Mortensen's in it. Oh, Viggo, we love him. Yeah, yeah, I was right. Okay. Uh, he guesses the notebook, which is wrong. Apparently, her favorite movie is Captain Fantastic, which I've never heard of. But um, Sav is up next, and she is asked, "Who is Clint's celeb crush? Kendall Jenner or Kim Kardashian?" She guesses Kendall, and she is right. And then, how many dick pics has Clint sent? One, and he immediately regretted it, or zero? Uh, she guesses zero, and she is right. But is she? And was he be honest? What are the chances that he's never sent a dick pic? I've never sent a dick pic. That's weird. Why is that weird? Never, even when you're in a relationship with somebody. No. Oh. Okay. They who they never asked. Mm. And even if they did, I probably wouldn't. Really? Not even if they asked. I'm trying to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> right, and it's the dick pics that would stop you, right? Yeah, they'd be like, "Whoa, that's too big. He can't. Brendan. No one, no one can see that. He'd be too powerful if we yeah. gave him fame. Yeah, that'd go straight to his head. Not that okay. one, the other one. <laughs> Anyways, Nate is up next. 
what is George's biggest turn on? Dirty talk or neck kisses? He guesses neck kisses and he is wrong. Well, he was hoping for neck kisses because can you imagine Nate dirty talk? <laughs> He's got a deep voice. So, like, it's not that it wouldn't sound good, uh, but I just don't think he'd be able to, like, commit to it. Like, I don't think he, like, I think he takes himself too seriously. Yeah. You know what I mean? She'd be like, oh, I want you to hold me down. He'd be like, yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> uh, and he only gets the one, which is weird. And then it goes to Georgia, and she is asked, how does Nate rate himself in bed? Nine out of ten or a ten out of ten? Uh, it's funny because George is like, ah, uh, is he humble or is he not? That's really what the question. And Kayla's like, humble would be saying six out yeah, of ten. Yeah, that's what I, I was like, <laughs> nine out of ten is not a humble. But it would be someone who thinks, it would be someone who wanted to brag without looking like they're bragging. Right. Which is just so obviously bragging. Uh-huh. You know? Uh, Georgia guesses ten out of ten and she is wrong. There's always room for improvement, <laughs> he says. Shut up, dude. Zach goes next, and he is asked, where would Lucinda like to have sex the most? Movies or a super yacht? He guesses super yacht, which is, like, the obvious guess here. But he's wrong, and she wants to have sex at a movie theater. And, okay, I did laugh. Because he's like, well, I can make that one happen, so that's good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He's like, I don't know about the super yacht, considering he lives at home with his mother, as we know. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, or he doesn't. We don't know, actually. <laughs> yeah, honestly. And then Lucinda is asked, what did Zach want to be when he grew up? Bob the Builder or one of the Wiggles? She guesses Bob the Builder, and she is right. And then Andy uh, is asked, which is like, he was immediately like, well, I don't know anything about Harmony. Mm-hmm. So, like, we'll be fine. He is asked uh, Harmony's birth month. Uh, which he gets right. And then he's asked, what public place has Harmony had sex? Uh, one of them was like a department store changing room. And the other one was like a dirty pit at a festival. <laughs> uh, he guesses the festival and he is right. So he gets both of them correct. And then Harmony is asked, what city was Andy born in? St. Louis or Seattle? She guesses Seattle, which is correct. And what is Andy's body count? Closer to 40 or 80? She guesses 40. And she is correct. So they both got both. They're the only ones who have gotten both questions correct about their person. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, interesting. Well, it's also bullshit. Why? Because Kale and Tyra, obviously the strongest couple. Correct. Got bullshit questions. Yeah, I'm they so did. sorry, but they're bullshit. Yeah, we'll get I into know, them. I'm not sorry. <laughs> to them right now uh kale is asked what did tyra want to be when she grew up uh vet or astronaut he guesses astronaut and he is wrong which is like dumb it's obviously vet but yeah that one's okay that one's fine i'll give you that question Mm -hmm. Uh, the next one is what is the worst job that tyra had scooping ice cream or scooping poop he obviously guesses scooping poop and as a person who's had that job, um, it's not a bad job at all. Uh, I feel but he's like wrong. I have that job every time I take meatball out. Right. You that, do, kind that of. That dog shits bigger than I do. Yeah. So she says that the worst job was scooping ice cream. And between scooping ice cream and working with animals, that's just right. But they had to say it as scooping poo, which obviously doesn't sound fun. So it mm-hmm. makes sense that he chose that one. 
Um, and Tyra's next. She is asked, what is Kale's favorite sex position, doggy or reverse cowgirl? She chooses reverse cowgirl and is wrong. Which is funny because reverse cowgirl is just doggy for lazy boys. <laughs> is it? I feel like reverse cowgirl is like not fun for anybody. I'm sure that I'm wrong, but I agree to disagree. I'm a lazy boy. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, she is asked, "What is Kale's favorite veggie? Kale or sweet potato?" She guesses kale and is wrong. And she's like, "When the fuck have we ever talked about our favorite vegetables?" Right? Because why would that be a question? Right. That's so stupid. While getting to know each other, why on earth would she ever be like, "Hey, you're named Kale. Do you like kale?" And if you do, do you like it more, more or less? More than any other vegetable. <laughs> also, I don't think sweet potato is a vegetable, is it? Why wouldn't it be? Isn't a potato a vegetable? I don't think so. What? What do you mean? What would it be? It's like a tuber. It's its own its own thing. Yeah, but people consider those because like, isn't that a carrot too? Yeah. But who the fuck wouldn't consider a carrot a vegetable? Carrots are basically fruit. They're sweet as fuck. Okay, but it's a vegetable. It's a vegetable the same way, like, a tomato is a fruit. <laughs> okay. I mean, I do think that a sweet potato is a vegetable, but what do I know? I hate to cook. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about either. Ignore ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> so the winners are Andy and Harmony. Um, Post games, uh, the boys try to help Andy decide what girl he will be choosing tonight. He says he feels like he has to lean towards Nakia, but nothing has changed for him in terms of, like, how he sees it going on the inside. On the outside. The well, inside thinking, is you're fine. Thinking, you're thinking about her gar- secret garden. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we see Nakia and Nate chat. Nate says that Andy has come to the conclusion that if he was going to spend more time with somebody here, it would be her, but his head is in the same place. Um regarding it not working out so he's like listen if he chooses somebody it's gonna be you but he's also gonna leave you the second he leaves this place because he doesn't think it will work yeah, he out. doesn't like you <laughs> <laughs> so chloe and reed chat chloe asks reed about the threesomes and how they came about um she i guess is trying to figure out if he was in relationships and that was like a part of their relationship because that's not something that she's interested in but he says he was never in a relationship when they happened. <laughs> he talks about some of the... He says he was in Barcelona for one. Oh, my God. He says <laughs> and, it twice, too. <laughs> and somewhere else. When he was traveling, apparently, they happened. Chloe says she is down for pretty much anything, but not that. And Reed says he wouldn't Foursomes, be... fine. <laughs> Reed says he wouldn't really be interested in doing that in a relationship. You never know if somebody's going to be jealous or uncomfortable or anything like that, so... And we see Andy and Nakia chat. He compliments Nakia's dress, and then he doesn't look up for her from her breasts for the remainder of the conversation. Indeed. <laughs> and then Nakia gets a text. Everyone heads to the fire pit, and Sophie comes in. And she says that the make or break era is over. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> yay. Now it's a loved up era. Except- and what? Nothing. What were you saying? We'll get there. Okay. And it's the final recoupling, and whoever is left single is dumped. Okay, I have a bone to pick with these guys. Off you go. Don't make it a recoupling. Just make just make Andy pick. Don't right. make me sit through the whole recoupling. 
Well, everyone talks after this about, you know, the final recoupling and their speeches were so lovely for the fun. They just wanted to get more speeches out of it. I think that's why. So Nate goes first, picks Georgia. Clint picks Sav. Sav picks Lucinda. Reed picks Chloe. Kale picks Tyre. It's all the none of the couples have changed. And I personally don't care that much about any of the uh, the speeches. Actually, not at all. So I've never cared about a speech except (laughs) for that one time. Where, uh, I forget who, but they were making a speech, and mm-hmm. they said he's got a rocking bot, and Anton thought it was about him. And it <laughs> it's the only time I've ever cared about a speech. When Anna was talking about Sharif. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Classic. <laughs> Andy is last. He is uh, supposed to choose between Nakia and Harmony. He says he is both extremely attracted to both girls, but he came here for a romance, not a showmance. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's so fucking corny. Uh, he says it would be unfair to both girls if he chose one of them. So he decides to say to stay single and they are all dumped. Listen, I don't want to be accused of being an, uh, an Andy sympathizer. Again. No, this is the right thing to do. Right. I mean, I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that this was definitely told he was told to do this. Well, he definitely made the choice before he got there. At the I very least, I think the least. producers were like, "Listen, I've I've crunched the numbers. There's no shot you're making it out of here alive. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and just get the fuck out of here?" Well, if he had just stayed for another few days, he would have had a chance to get some money. Still, he's like baseball season <laughs> starting up soon. <laughs> um, I'm trying to get back into the headspace of like because. We like watching this show of the lens of like people are reading are meeting their mm-hmm. real like love at the on the show. And well, Stella ripped my heart out with Ben. <laughs> that so, was our fault. You no. cannot <laughs> So I'll never see that way again. No. Well no, I, I know what you mean though. Yeah. So I'm like I'm trying to get back into that place this week. So I was like, that's fine. That is the right thing for Andy to do mm-hmm. because I don't want him to stay on the show. Just to stay on the show. Because at first I was like, oh, my God, just pick Nakia and just, like, ride it out. Right. But I'm like, why would he do that? Because you can even be like, oh, but look, that was our test and we're back together. Yeah, but I don't want him to fake it. You know what I mean? Right. Of course. Of course. So um, they're all dumped. Harmony says that she thinks it is the mature thing to do if he sees no connection with either of them. Nakia says that... um, if that's how She's he like, feels. What does that word mean that you just used? <laughs> mature. mature-ch? <laughs> uh, but she does say after their last chat, she thought that it was going to go differently. And Sophie tries to make like some drama out of it a little bit. She's like, oh, really? Did he lead you on? And she's like, mm, leading on is the wrong word. I just thought it was going to go differently. Um, and everything ends very amicably, all things considered. Like, Lucinda's like, I have so much respect for him. Nobody cares who you have respect for, Lucinda. Close your mouth. (laughs) We see some final chats and off they go. And then we open episode 26 back on that same night after they've left. I just mean because her mouth is always open. I'm not telling her to shut up. Oh, no. But also shut up. You know what I mean? (laughs) I understood. Um, We see a bunch of the couples chat about the recoupling speeches. All of the girls are like, I feel so grateful. They're on cloud nine about how the boys spoke about them. 
Zach again repeats that he is dating a real life Disney princess, and Lucinda just eats that shit all Why the way. Why would the you fuck care up. about that? Ugh, so weird. Maybe she's a Disney adult. I struggle to call her an adult, but maybe she's a Disney person. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then it's bedtime. Everyone is loving being in the loved up era. And I feel like we're finally at a place in this season where I can like try to dive back in and care about the couples. Mm-hmm. It's too far gone for Zach and Lucinda and Reed and Chloe for me. Yeah. But the others I'm like, okay, I can spend some time like seeing them as a couple and thinking about who I genuinely want to win and think have a shot at actually having a relationship. Do you know what's kind of fucked up? <clears throat> what? I now at this point I believe that Zach likes Lucinda. Which makes it even more fucked up <laughs> what he did. Everything like, how he's he act- done. Yes. I know. Like <laughs> Whatever, you're a bad person and you're faking this relationship, so fine, whatever, be a bad person. But if you actually like the person and you're doing what you're doing. Part of me always yeah. thought that some part of him liked her, but not like it, that it didn't come from like a jet, like a like a good place. Like I thought yeah. like he likes her because he likes the idea because he said he watched her season mm-hmm. and that he likes the idea of being with somebody who had because has the following and could like potentially do things for him i mean Mm -hmm. and his budding social media career god i can't wait for it to tank Mm -hmm. um but i've always believed that part of him liked her just that it didn't come from like a a good place i guess yeah and then is reed fucking possessed his bedtime noises oh yeah what the fuck the sleep, I thought he was faking it. They those sleep noises are the most unsettling thing I've ever heard. And I have a husband who sleep talks. And one time, very very early in our relationship, like we were just dating in my very first apartment. And if you know anything, that's the way that we figure out where we were because we moved every year of mm-hmm. our relationship until we bought this house. Um like he, literally like seven years in a row. I know. <laughs> uh, he was he sleep he was sleep talking, and he whispered in my ear. Well, like his his mouth was just near my ear at the time. Okay. Doctor Death. Nothing else. Okay. Uh, Reed's sounds were much scarier you stuck than that. With them, huh? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Let's go. <laughs> Never found out what it was about. But Doctor Death. <laughs> no, is that a person? You think? I think he's uh, a character from something. I think he's a character from something. <laughs> I think it's where you put your leg over her. <laughs> <laughs> we took a brief break and we got really far into like some of these crazy fucking sex positions. Look up the watch. Doesn't look enjoyable. Doesn't look enjoyable for anybody. Either one. Yeah. Anyways, then it's the morning. Uh, the girls are watching the boys work out when Sav gets a text that says it's uh, it's the loved up era. So it's time to start thinking about their outside life together. Head to the bedroom. And everyone goes to the bedroom to find eggs. An ostrich egg. I'm pissed. I'm absolutely pissed off. We couldn't even get the Coco Melon dolls again that made those funny noises and that they had the taped photo on of their uh cursed spawn yeah ai spawn i'm so disappointed about the eggs can i just say yeah i was like why eggs this doesn't really simulate and like 
it's like a it's a gag that doesn't matter you know what i mean like the mm-hmm. baby challenge but the, it's not like the the egg can't cry like it can't do it's just a fucking egg you just have to not drop it it's i didn't like it and i was not here for any of the like Oh, look at how wacky they are talking to their egg. Like, they did, like, a five-minute-long scene where Nate was just talking. I was like, this isn't endearing. This isn't what you think it is. Get him off the screen. Oh, I thought the Nate thing was funny, actually. (laughs) Well, never mind. You hate Nate, though. I don't hate him. Okay. It's like, I don't know. Uh, we see the couples trying to make their babies look more like them. Sav puts some fake tanner on. She (laughs) names uh, their baby Kent. Nate puts grills on his baby. I think he names it Lil Tella. I couldn't really understand. Yeah, I thought Lil Tella. And then I thought Nutella. Oh, like Nutella. But that that was just my own. I have no idea. I don't know what it meant. I really couldn't. I couldn't tell what he said. He named it. Uh, Not a name. Uh, Chloe and Reed name their baby Lil Rocky, who they say it looks like a genetic freak, which did make me laugh. I can say that Reed is sometimes funny, but it doesn't endear me to him in the least bit. Yeah. But sometimes he is funny. Uh, Kale and Tyra name their baby Lola. She's the cutest of all the eggs, I'll say. Yeah. Uh, Tyra asks Kale some hypotheticals about how he would act in certain situations if they had a child. Like, what would you do if your daughter wanted to get her ears pierced or get a tattoo or have her boyfriend sleep over or something like that? And Kale tells her that she would be a really good mom. She says that he would be a good dad as well. And he says right now he feels like he would be too selfish to be a dad. He's like, I'm not patient enough, which I totally get. That's why I'll never be a mother because I never see myself being unselfish. So I get it. Why would you look at me like that when you said it? Because of what I said at the Patreon episode. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I am still thinking about it. I was... I'm sorry. We had a whole episode where Brendan was really not making himself look the best. I looked really bad. <laughs> and he continues to hurt my feelings. I'm sorry. He told <laughs> and it's listen, this isn't a wrong fact, but it's the way he said it. <laughs> he called me a fundamentally selfish person. <laughs> it was a joke because I honestly don't think you are. I understand that you say that. Uh, I wouldn't be mad if you actually thought that because I do think for the most part, it is true. I don't think... No. I think for niche... I think you just like to be waited on. Which That's is different. Selfish. No, it's different. Because... I don't like you're, to be you're waited a, on. <laughs> That's a weird way to put it. Because you're you're very generous. You're a very generous and thoughtful person. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... I don't like to be waited on. I really appreciate because i mean the only person who spoils me is my husband yeah because who else would well i know like i you like as when i was younger like my family did like i was the baby and i was the only girl right so like i was spoiled when i was younger like by my family i will admit that but now it is my rich brother who is the favorite Mm, well he's rich tough pill to swallow at 32 years old (laughs) (laughs) but i'm the youngest and only girl (laughs) that held a lot more weight when i was younger (laughs) your mom's like pay my bills okay (laughs) (laughs) exactly um zach and lucinda named their baby princessa muffin the first nuns uh they both say that they want four kids i guess they agree on that good for them and then we see the couples talk about 
their futures, possibly being parents, more than caring for their lame-o eggs. Nate tries to, this is what you didn't like, Nate tries to give his egg a pep talk while he tries to teach it to lift weights. I thought it was funny. Like, it's, it was stupid. Uh, but the whole thing was stupid. I thought it was kind of funny. You didn't like it. I just, no, I don't like it. You're over, Nate. Yeah. You have been since he got there. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been under him. Hello. <laughs> Hello. You weren't doing the watch? Mm-mm. <laughs> Uh, Nate gets a text and it says that they are going to be meeting Psychic Sarah to get a glimpse into their futures. Oh my god, is that you? Wasn't me. Uh, How did you feel about this new thing that they tried? I will say this. Mm -hmm. Looking at like charts, Mm -hmm. it looks pretty cool. Does it? Those charts look pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, like the papers in front of her? Yeah. I didn't understand. We're not um, horoscope people, Mm-mm. so I didn't. I didn't understand it. Every now and then, I wonder, <clears throat> just for the sake of knowing, because everyone's always like, "Well, what's your this rising or your whatever mm-hmm. your moon in your what sun, whatever it is?" I always like, I wonder what mine are, but I, I don't, uh, I don't know what any of it means. So a, a girl I was seeing for a little bit made me sign up for the 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 one app oh there's an app for it yeah it's like the was big... it the most recent girl no oh okay she didn't seem the type yeah <laughs> uh but no there's it's like the big app so i know all of it because you have to oh, put like do? where you were born and the the exact time you were born see i don't know to that. get all of that that's too much to i gotta go what... find my birth certificate for this it's too much i literally had to find my birth certificate for it is that when you found out that you had lost it no i had it then you lost it after doing that yeah so i don't know where my it's somewhere in my house i'm sure but but i had to get a new one (laughs) so we so don't steal my identity if you find my birth certificate (laughs) guys you wouldn't want it anyways yeah (laughs) i used to do a bit on stage about that yeah where i was like when experian got hacked remember that Mm -hmm. uh and uh and everyone's like, oh, be careful. Be careful about your, your identity. I was like, please. Right. Steal my identity and tell me who got gave you a credit card. Because I, <laughs> no one would give me one. Right. <laughs> yeah, I th- I think about that, too. Like, when people are like, don't sign up for these sites because they're going to steal your identity. I'm like, they would see any of the data that's linked to mine and be like, no. They'd Venmo you. me money. <laughs> They'd be like, I'm so I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Anyways, we see Lucinda and Zach sit with Psychic Sarah first, um, who says she's been doing this stuff for 35 years. Whoa. So I guess she must be good at it. Hella psychic. Hella psychic. And Lucinda loves this stuff. Zach says he does not really believe in it. The psychic says she has not watched the show, um, and it isn't her thing <laughs> watching this show. And we're like, we're already paying you. You don't need to say that. Um, uh, do you believe her? What? That what do you she mean? didn't watch the show. Oh, um, yeah, I do. Okay, I kind of do too. Like, she honestly doesn't seem interested in it. Yeah, <laughs> she seems like this is a paying gig for her. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, according to Lucinda, being a double Scorpio, she is going to be very financially set. I can't believe you can 
say that you can predict that from zodiac signs. All double Scorpios are financially well off, do you think? I, I guess. I don't know. That sounds crazy. One time I got my tarot readed, or my tarot read. <laughs> I got a tarot reading. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the girl was like, is your dad in your life? <laughs> I'm like, no. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. He's about to be again. <laughs> I was like, he's missing, so I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. Did even a little bit of you be like think? I was like, oh god damn it! <laughs> did you? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> you were like, oh no, he's coming back. He did not. So, <laughs> if they tried to tell me that my dad was going to remember my birthday, I would be like, you need to get a new gig, yeah, honey. Nice try. <laughs> Uh, she says that Zach can be restrictive in the way that he thinks and that they will really have to work at it to make it work because they are both very individual in their own right. Uh, Tyra and Kayla are up next, and I don't understand much of what she says to Tyra, but she does tell her that she is very psychic and very analytical. If she was very psychic, don't you think she would know? What I, yeah, I would think so, but you got to put in the work, you know? Yeah. Uh, you can't just be a single seventh moon Yeah, house of the rising sun. That's so true. Um, she says that they are a very good match on paper. And she's like, wow, you are a cancer with your moon in cancer. Holy crap. And Kayla's like, ah, what does that mean? <laughs> Is that good? Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> Doesn't seem like any of the boys really know much about it. If I had to guess one of the boys that would know about it, I would have guessed Kale. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you were going to say Nate. Maybe Nate, but... Because he moonlights as a soft boy. Yeah. Kale or... <laughs> you sort of Kale, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. So that's why I, I thought Kale, but... We see Chloe and Reed's, which is uh, pretty quick. She says that Reed tends to be either all in or not in at all and will change his mind, which is... You have said nothing. Uh, you said nothing at all. <laughs> Uh, and she says he has a Gemini mind. Mm. That's pretty much it, to be honest. We don't really get much of anything about Chloe. And it's having Clinko, and she's she... like, "Now, Chloe, you seem like a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> uh, she starts out by asking if they are into each other, which I thought was going to be a bad sign. Like, why do you think they're here? I get that you don't watch the show, Psychic Sarah, but what's mm -hmm. the name of the show? Yeah. Uh, she says that they are very well matched in their charts and that their biggest conflict will be where they live. And she looks at Sav because Sav is like, oh, what do you mean? And she's like, you won't want to compromise. And Sav is like, why not? Sav she, will compromise. She looks Sav like will she's already ready to compromise. She won't. She won't compromise because she'll just do whatever. Right. Her, the other person wants. It's, yeah. It's the opposite of what you're saying. <laughs> this one seemed like the most blatant, like, wrong call. Yeah, for sure. Because Sav was immediately like, what? I will compromise. You, you're you compromising on right this now? information right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like the reading just kind of upsets Sav. Yeah, but because she, she just wants to do the thing that the other person wants to do. Yeah, and she likes Clint. She seems to like Clint so much. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, it seems like it kind of upsets her. Not that Psychic Sarah doesn't say, like, that they, you know, that they don't have a shot or anything. She says that they match well, and that's a conflict they might have. Um, 
but she does she she seems to but in general this whole last week sav is very kind of mellow and Mm -hmm. maybe this is just how she is when she's in her loved up era who knows i think she's dialing herself back on purpose (sighs) i hope not not that i like think that the other version is better no not like better but like i want her to be authentic like she again she seems to like clint so much that i'm like i hope that she feels like she can be authentically herself with him anyways uh georgia and nate are up next and she says that they are also very well matched and that nate's birth chart is very complex which i bet he liked to hear yeah i bet he did (laughs) she says sometimes he isn't connected to his emotions um which he says sounds correct for him Georgia asks what the biggest challenge for them will be. And she says it will be Nate being honest about his feelings and Georgia being able to accept that and be patient with him. That seems kind of spot on. Yeah, it does. After the reading with Georgia and Nate, we see them chat and Georgia asks if there is anything she can do to like help him uh, with his emotional vulnerabilities or, you know, make sure that she's being as supportive as she can be. He says that he didn't want to become vulnerable in there because it's not real life. And he knows that he can't take a next step until there is more to base things off of like, you know, getting through real challenges in the outside world, not like playing a game and kissing somebody. She tells him she still likes him and she wants to wake up every day and feel more and feel like they're like growing and it's kind of hurting her because it hasn't felt like that the past few days. But she's trying to be patient. He's like, what do you want me to do? This is a TV show. Right. And you never like really see some. You don't often see the Islanders be so honest about that, about being like, listen, none of this is real. Maybe that's what people are interpreting as him not being there for the right reasons maybe do people who thinks that though zach and trent they hated him <laughs> so I'm not, saying, no so maybe no. they got it right <laughs> yeah i'm not saying they got it right i'm just saying that's what they interpreted that um uh, i think that's honestly the most honest thing where he's like listen yeah. i like you but we have to see how this works in real life i feel like georgia did a really good job with it too like i know that like she's inside she was dying but who cares? Like, those are her emotions to deal with, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. She was being... she's got to deal with them, though. You know? I don't yeah. think she, she will. <laughs> but that's up to her. Because even uh... later, in the next episode, when they do the family meeting, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh. She was like, it just felt so good to be, like, included in the family. Like, they said my name. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Listen, and you're right. Those are things that she has to deal with, but it feels like this week she isn't, like, making that Nate's problem. Yeah. I guess, which I think maybe it could have been interpreted like she was making it Nate's problem before by being like, what do you mean you don't want to see me every single day? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that she's doing a good job. I like Georgia. So, next uh, we see Zach and Lucinda try to teach their baby to swim. And Lucinda is like, should we put her mouth underwater? <laughs> Girl, no. That's what you do for babies, though. Put their... I've seen I've seen baby swimming lessons and everything. And they are very terrifying to watch. Yeah, I think it's just like you have to trust that they have the natural instinct. The buoyancy. 
<laughs> no, not the buoyancy. <laughs> the, the natural instinct to not breathe in underwater. Yeah. I think that's a scary thing. I hate when I like scroll past those videos. Just of like, what just dropping kids in pools. Yeah. I saw I scrolled past a video mm-hmm. about kids in pools. <laughs> that someone was at a um What are you doing? There's a baby in my hand. What is this? And I'm a I'm a god boy of priest. Oh. oh baptism. Oh my god. I wish somebody could have seen what he was doing. Uh <laughs> it didn't look like baptizing a baby, just for the record. <laughs> It's uh, like more like you were kind of doing that one part in the thriller. Dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was the baptism pool. Uh-huh. And it's like, it has like, it looks like a fleur-de-lis. Okay. And the guy was like, uh, the 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 caption was like, it'd be so sick to freaking f- shred this on my fingerboard, but I'd probably go to hell. What? <laughs> Shred this on my fingerboard? Yeah, like a little tech <laughs> oh, like deck. a tech deck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what language are you speaking? Have you seen the ones where the priests accidentally drop the baby? Oh, God, no. Into the water while they're baptizing it? Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay, anyways, Reed gets a text. It says that it's time to say goodbye to their egg babies and sing them a final lullaby. Also, there's hashtag time to crack on. You're pretty much just like, final lullaby, kill your babies. <laughs> uh, and they do all sing some ridiculous, they each sing their own special ridiculous song. And then they just like walk away from their eggs. Yeah, they leave them like scattered around the <laughs> villa. <laughs> They're like, that's somebody else's problem. It's time to get ready. <laughs> so it's nighttime. Chloe asks the Islanders for a little bit of help to put together a board and a little picnic situation for Reed. He comes down. He seems happy. He says it's one of the nicest things a girl has ever done for him. He goes to town on that board, though. And I admit it looked really good. And I'm hungry right now. So just thinking about that board mm-hmm. is kind of. There's a lot of different meats and cheeses. They talk about some of their ideal dates. I don't really care about these two. And I certainly don't care about their little picnic here. Indeed. I agree. <laughs> Georgia gets a text and it says the hideaway is open. Well, for anyone whose names start with T and K, why didn't they just say for Kale and Tyra? Well, I think they were in like a cheeky way. Was that cheeky? Yeah, it's kind of like a, oh, who could it be? Uh, (laughs) I think there's like, no, Reed, you don't get it. (laughs) You don't get to go in there. Yes, no, thank you. I don't need to see him under the covers. Have Zach and Lucinda been in there? Yeah, they have. Yeah. So they get to the hideaway. They have a meat and cheese board, of course. They do all the things you do in the waiting room. They talk about their journey, how much um, they like each other. Uh, uh, what? It's the hideaway. The waiting room was a different room. Was it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we should do that thing where we... <laughs> no, I rewound. And actually, I watched it really closely. And it was a different room. No, I did. <laughs> you didn't even try. I, I sorry. The classic way we bicker about something. <laughs> you there. caught me off guard. Uh, and then they go under the covers. And then episode 27 begins the very next morning. Uh, Tyra and Kale wake up in the hideaway. They're very happy. They say that they feel closer. And it felt like they were on the outside. They go to the bedroom to say good morning to the other islanders. And then Tyra gets a text that today they are meeting each other's parents. Mm. Everyone starts getting ready. Some of the boys 
are worried, especially Kale, who says he his whole look doesn't always transfer well on video or in pictures. He says he does better in person. And uh, Tyra and Kale are first, and these are just videos again. Nobody's there. So um, they sit down first. Their islanders are also watching from the bedroom, which is interesting. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a fun twist. Yeah. Uh, first, we see Tyra's mom and dad. They're very cute. She introduces them to Kale and tells them about her time in the villa, which is interesting because normally the parents have some real input because they've watched and they have their own opinions about what's happened. But one of the parents, I forget who's like, I've been watching you. So some of them have been watching, I guess. That's so confusing because like Tyra and everyone else is like, well, this is this person. We mm-hmm. And she's like. We, uh, he was coupled up with my best friend and then he left and then he came back for me. And it's like, she tells the story and they have no idea. Yeah. But someone, I forgot who, but someone's mom was like, I've been watching. Oh, I didn't. Maybe Zach's mom. Maybe. I don't know. It'd be weird if they let some people watch and not others. That's what I thought. Um, very interesting. But it, it's weird to like be watching it and like have the parents like, cause like parents day is like partly you're like, oh, I wonder if they will approve of this person after seeing everything yeah. that they've seen. And we know at the very least they haven't been watching along as it's all been happening and everything. So I don't know. Like part of it almost seemed like silly. It's like everyone's going to just be chill because they don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so they asked Kale apparently, like, what he does for fun in his free time. Apparently Kale used to do MMA. Mm-hmm. Do we know that? No. Oh. But it makes sense. They got gangly, gangly limbs. I bet he was a jujitsu guy. Uh, Tyra's brothers jump into the video at one point. They ask about getting Tyra's name tattooed on him. He is not interested in that. Hey, that's smart. <laughs> Absolutely. And then we see Kale's mom, sister, and cousin. Kale says he hasn't seen his mom in two years. I think he means in person. He's still like, not I in hope person. He's talked to his mom. He's still not in person. I know, but... Like on video? Yeah. He's in FaceTime or even? I guess there, may, there might be an Android family. <laughs> uh, it's funny because we go back to the bedroom and Sav asks if Reed has fucked Kale's mom. <laughs> uh, they joke around about Kale dating no, someone. No, I think his sister. Oh, I Reed, thought... Reed was like, I think I know her, her sister. <laughs> I thought they were talking about her mom. No, no, no. Or his mom. Um, apparently the family is very happy that he is not dating a blonde and they say that they look really happy together. They talk a bit about how they connected, how far they live from each other. The family seems very supportive. Mm-hmm. Cause again, why, why wouldn't they be? They haven't seen anything. Next we see Nate and Georgia. So Georgia's mom and cousin are first. She is like a puddle crying as soon as she sees them. The family asks Nate some questions. What he likes about Georgia they ask if they have said I love you or if they have done the dirty. Which, first of all, don't ask that about your daughter. Right. I think it was her uh, her cousin who asked that question, right? Yeah. Still weird. Still weird. And second of all, like, chill on the I love you. Th- that's weird. Well, maybe they know Georgia very well because she seems to kind of glom uh, on to her person. Good point. Maybe they're more like, did you do it again, Georgia? <laughs> did you do it too Did you soon? fuck it over again? <laughs> Did you have to have the same chat about people wanting their personal space? (laughs) Uh, Next, we see Will Wiggins. Can you believe it? I can't. 
Uh, we see Nate's best friend. They made a point to say his name was Will Wiggins like six times. Uh, when they show him like the music changes and everything, it's so weird. They play kind of like a funky beat underneath him. And he's like, look at this. Will Wiggins, Wiggins, Wiggins. <laughs> Maybe that's what they were doing. Uh, he asks if they see it working on the outside. George is optimistic. Maybe Nate he knows. Isn't. No. <laughs> he doesn't really say much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see like a cute video from Nate's mom, dad, and sister. They weren't on live, but he they sent a little video. Nate's dad is a cutie. He says he's looking forward to getting back in the gym with Nate. His mm-hmm. mom says, but he's a- been doing his walking. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, <laughs> have you? You probably haven't. There's this guy who lives on, uh, like lectures or whatever, and he's always walking when I go home for my lunch break. I go home for my lunch break every day to let my dogs out, and he's walking. But this road, as you know, doesn't have sidewalks. It's mm-hmm. like a hilly road. People go kind of fast on it. He just walks in his driveway. He walks around his car and up to his mailbox. Just over and over and over. I feel again. like I have seen him. Yeah. It's a red house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, that guy always, why do I always see him going to his mailbox? <laughs> I know. I'm like, there's no way he checks his mailbox the same time every single day. And then I'll look in my rearview mirror and I'm like, oh, no, he's going around again. <laughs> that's, what, Good for uh, him. that's what Nate's dad reminded me of when he's like, I'm doing my walking. I'm <laughs> <laughs> getting my steps in. <laughs> Next, we see Sav and Clint sit down. Uh, Clint's mom shows up first. Clint introduces mom to Sav. She asks if it was love at first sight. Sav says it was, and I'm sure it was for her. She talks about their first date. Sav says that she's had some bad ex-boyfriends, and Clint is so different and sweet and accepting of her. She says that he talks so highly to his family, which is important to her. And uh, Clint's mom says that they seem very into each other. And Clint's like, yeah, as much as you can be after seven days. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> which I feel like is like a... let's all calm down for a second. <laughs> I know Sab seems like so just like too much. I don't know that she doesn't necessarily seem too much. She isn't like how she was with Trent when she was like, I think I'm in love with Trent, mm-hmm. Daddy. Can you impregnate me now? Like she's not like that, but you can tell she like really, really she really likes him. him. And next we see Sab's dad, mom, and sister. Sam's dad looked exactly how I pictured he would. Yeah. He just seems like a funny, schlubby guy, which is kind of how I pictured him. I don't know. Uh, They ask where Clint is from and if he would move to Adelaide. He was like, well, I've known her for a week, so no plans at the moment. She's like, no, I'm moving. And he's (laughs) like, we don't have any plans. (laughs) He's like, anything is possible. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. like uh, one weekend, there's absolutely no concrete plans. And they, of course, ask what he likes about Sav. And Sav just sits there grinning from ear to ear the whole time. Besotted. Utterly besotted. (laughs) Next up, we see Chloe and Reed. First, we see Chloe's mom, who I think uh, Reed instantly wanted to bone. (laughs) And Chloe talks about her time with Reed. Reed, of course, as he so often is, is the first person to say, that he has been coupled up with hella people. I don't know what his deal is. He won't shut up about saying that, though. Yeah, I think he he has to say it before anyone else does to wear it like a 
badge to address of honor. it. No, not necessarily dra- badge of honor. That's I how think I he's hear just it. like, listen, I know I've been with a lot of people, but <laughs> although he did kind of feel, feel like he's bragging about it with his family, yeah, because he's like five people. <laughs> uh, Chloe's mom asks about if he is looking for a long term relationship. And then he just rattles on. He's like, well, I think I'd like to imagine one day if I find the right person to be, then I would know that maybe then I would maybe eventually want to maybe talk about. Uh, but the person has to be right. Yeah. And everyone's like, are you going to fucking say she's the person? Right. Or? And he does eventually say he thinks maybe Chloe is that person. But he says nothing definitively, period, mm-hmm. <laughs> through this whole conversation. I feel like Boomhauer a little bit. <laughs> yeah! I love Boomhauer. Um, next we see Reed's mom and dad. They're awkward. They're like, so, uh, hey, I mean, What's you up? good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't seem interested in talking. And they're like... They're on, like, some shitty old Windows 8 <laughs> laptop, and you can hear, like, security notices. Like I kept – I was watching it on my husband's computer. I was like, what the fuck is happening? What is, what's popping up? Because mm-hmm. I didn't see anything, but I was hearing the notifications. And again, he lets them know that this is his fifth couple. The only thing they really say is that Reed is apparently the world champion at sleeping in. Wow, that's so interesting. Yeah. Sleeping <laughs> inside of – women's bed that he'll never talk to again mm, got him got him lastly we have zach and lucinda uh first is zach's mom and sister zach tells his family about their time in the villa that they're dating he says he couldn't be more in love i could not pay attention to anything that anybody was saying because all i fucking heard was lucinda going oh <laughs> over everyone like the entire conversation yeah. you can just hear her going oh <laughs> it was so annoying i couldn't handle it uh yeah and i just i quite frankly don't care about them so uh last we have lucinda's mom and brother she introduces zach to her um to them and she said her mom says that she also has two older brothers so she's like watch out zach and zach is like on his best behavior. And by that, I mean he's not speaking. Mm. Like, pretty much at all. And uh, Lucinda's brother also does not seem interested in this conversation. <laughs> she tells them that they are officially boyfriend and girlfriend. He, th- his brother's like, sick. <laughs> Didn't know he was chill like that, you know? <laughs> and then it's nighttime, and Chloe gets a text. Everyone heads to the fire pit. We see Sophie come in. Sophie tells the group that a couple will be dumped tonight and who goes home is going to be very difficult and it will not be made by the super fans. As if the super fans have done fucking anything. As this if they season. exist. I know. God, she says that the couples must uh, step aside and decide within their couple which couple is least compatible. So each couple has one vote. They come back. And uh, Lucinda and Zach vote for Nate and Georgia. Nate and Georgia vote for Clinton Sav. Basically, it comes down to a 2v2 between Nate and Georgia and Clinton Sav. Not okay. a single vote for Reed <laughs> and Chloe. Kind of fucking crazy, but. Uh, Tyra and Kale are the people to break the tie. And they vote for Nate and Georgia. 
who I actually didn't think that they would vote for. Really? Uh, it seems like Kale is pretty close with Nate, so... Yeah, but I think at this point, it wasn't about... I think yeah. everyone's close with everybody, you know? I think so, too. Plus, I had already been spoiled by Instagram. I knew that they went home. Mm. Um, they don't seem bitter at all about leaving, though. They both seem... I think Nate was ready. I think he was, too. And Georgia seems... God bless her. She seems so optimistic about making it on the outside with Nate, even though he's given her happen. almost no comfort. It's not going to happen. In that going well, you know what I mean? Well, not he has not like he hasn't been like Andy, who's like, I can't see it working. But I think it's been a big red flag to Nate to hear her be on such a different page with him in terms of like just how often they will see each other which is like the first thing in a relationship yeah you know what i mean like yeah so everyone takes some time to say goodbye to nate and georgia off they go and then all of a sudden sophie is back hmm. and she tells them uh, she brings them back around the fire pit and she tells them from now on you have to be silent you cannot speak to each other you can only speak to me if i ask you a question and then she has them all kind of scoot away from each other a little bit so that there's some more space. And she says, you know, normally at the end of the season, the winner has to make the choice between love or money. Uh, but we are doing that now. You have to make that She's choice She's like, right but now. it literally has never paid off. <laughs> so. And it, let's try to change that. Mm -hmm. uh, before we get into how it goes, how did you feel about this twist? I was very excited. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a very cool twist. I don't think it's cool in the way that I want them to do that in, like, the UK. But I thought it was, because they tried a lot of different things this season, I think mm -hmm. we could say. This was my favorite thing that they tried. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but she kind of ruined it by telling them the twist that didn't end up happening. We'll get there. Um, so she shows them 5K, and she says, you can take it now. You can take this money right now and leave. If you do, your partner is single and is dumped. So that will essentially be the end of your time, but there's only one more day. Nobody takes the 5K, so Sophie doubles it, and she's like, now it's 10K. Mm. No bites. We go from 15K up to 20K, which she says is her final offer. She reminds them, this is only 5K less than what you would make if you make it to the end and somehow win and then split the money. That is, this is just 5K less than that. And you can have it right now it's by so doing nothing. It's so stupid that, that people didn't take it. I know. It takes us into episode 28 where we find out that no one takes it. Read. Come on, dude. You've, you've done it. You fooled us all. <laughs> <laughs> You could have had everything. You no, know, he's like, no, nah, I'm going to wait for the 50K. Yeah, honestly, for someone like Reed, I do kind of believe that. Um, and then Sophie says, she's like, oh, I'm so relieved. You guys all chose love over money. But if you had chosen the money, it would have been taken from the winner's prize pool. So Oh, I missed that. You didn't hear that? No. Oh, my God. See, that's what you get for watching it on two times speed. I was watching it 1.5, and I heard that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, she says if you had taken it, it would have reduced the winner's prize pool by 20K. I would have fucking taken that so quick. Yeah, but, I mean, like, I feel like that's what I mean when I say, like, I think she ruined it by 
letting that out of the bag because like if they were to do that again which again i think is mm-hmm. a decent kind of little twist thing to do at the end like who's gonna it, people are gonna be less inclined to do it because they'll look like even more of a villain because mm. not only are you saying i care more about the money than love which is like not necessarily what you're saying but you know that's the spirit yeah, of the yeah. game um but also i don't give a fuck about whoever wins i'm taking your money Ugh, I feel like she shouldn't have said it. I don't know. Yeah. But it is, it's a good twist. Um, If it had worked out. I can't believe no one took it. What a bunch of fucking fools. I was like, Reed's going to take it. I was so certain. They kept showing his like hand, hand like he was about to stand up or something. Mm-hmm. They had me on that editing there. So well, In retrospect, I'm glad he doesn't take it with the way this episode ends. Yeah. Uh, Sophie tells the group that they will all leave the villa tomorrow for their final romantic dates. We see a bunch of the couples kind of talk about the twist. And if anyone had considered it, everyone was like, you cannot tell me Reed wasn't thinking about it. I know. (laughs) And Reed's like, I can't tell you. I wasn't (laughs) thinking about it. Everyone says that they were happy to be in the villa and be all together. They're all excited for their dates. And at bedtime, everyone is in their loved-up sleepy eras. And in the morning, well, in not quite. It's in the middle of the night slash morning. Tyra and Kale get a text and it says that they are going on their date first. Um, And the way she had said it the night before, I thought they were all going on their dates together like they did in Australia last year when mm-hmm. they like, brought them to all one place and made them all sit around while they did different activities. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they do... They do pretty good dates on this all, you know, budget considered, I guess. Uh, So they get up and get ready. They head out just as daylight starts to finally break. And they arrive to a beach where they have horses waiting for them, which Tyra had predicted. Mm -hmm. Kale helps her up on her horse. They go for a little stroll. And it seems like Kale knows his way around a horse. Yeah, they... Even uh, 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 Sophie says that later. Yeah, I was. He comes from a horsely family. She said. <laughs> I remember saying that, and I was like, "What are you trying to say?" Um, he helps Tyra down from her uh, from her horse as they arrive to a little table with some champagne. Horse immediately starts pissing everywhere. <laughs> yes. Right next to the goddamn. <laughs> right next to the goddamn. Mm-hmm. They talk about their lives on the outside, how excited they are for it. Tyra starts to get upset about how everything is coming to an end at the villa. She tells Kale that she feels really lucky to have met him and that he came back for her. Their final date is very sweet. She tells him that she thinks she's falling for him. He says that he is 100% falling for her. And they decide to make it official. And they're a boyfriend-girlfriend. Yay. They, I think they feel the most sincere. Yeah, I kept on seeing that. Especially Tyra. I'm like, she's not lying. No, I Tyra is such a trustworthy face. I know, and there is something uh, that I trust in Kale. Yeah, he's, he's always, like it's he has good energy. Yeah, and he's always seemed pretty real. Mm-hmm. Back at the villa, we see Reed get a text, and he is going on a date next. Him and Chloe, they get ready, they head out. I thought Chloe looked really good in the blue. Yeah, that dress, like it really like popped on her. Literally, because she freaking flexed on him. <laughs> Her freaking traps popped off the spaghetti straps. <laughs> uh, their date is the least exciting to me or the least cool or fun. 
they arrive to this courtyard and it's a beautiful courtyard don't get me wrong and they have like a musician there playing guitar for them for about fucking two seconds and then he dips he was like not interested he's like in my finger. <laughs> uh they have some champagne the whole area is like covered in these purple flowers it's very pretty they talk about their favorite parts of their journey reed says he liked at the movie night that she had his back so firmly and then reed grabs the guitar that the guy left he pretends he knows how to play sings her a song and it goes about as well as you would imagine goes about as well as i mean probably he's probably as good at that as he is at anything so tyron kale arrive back at the villa after their dates and they tell the other islanders how it went they say that they're boyfriend girlfriend now everyone is so happy i think sav says that she has tears in her eyes and then Sav gets a text, and her and Clint are going on their date next. And they have the date that I want. They arrive yeah. to this rooftop that is covered in roses. It has a fucking sick hot tub with, like, a beautiful view. They have champagne. They have chocolate. They have strawberries. That's the dream. That's the best date I knew here. this was going to be your favorite date. Was it because of the hot tub? Yeah. 100%. It looks so... You're a swimmy little bitch. God, and not even just swimming. I just like a soak. You know what I mean? Wow. Would you go to a BYU? Come on. Hello. What's that? It's a Mormon college. What does that have to do with anything? Soaking. You ever heard of that? <laughs> no, but I don't like the way you're saying it. It's what Mormon kids do. To It's like their loop. One of their, one of their many sex loopholes. Okay. What is it? It's where you just put it in, but you don't move. And it's because it, they call it soaking. <laughs> And then it gets even crazier. I can't imagine it's actually soaking if you're just sitting there. Because you just put your dick in and leave it in there. And then sometimes they have another person jump on the bed. What? (laughs) Because they're not technically having sex. How do they figure? I don't. Dude, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I've never heard of that. (laughs) But sometimes they will put it in and then have someone jump on the bed to stimulate. But that doesn't even seem enjoyable. I agree with you, but I'm <laughs> not know, a sex-starved, you know, 18-year-old kid. But you've been a sex-starved I'm a sex-starved 29-year-old <laughs> man. And would that do anything for you, even at this point and however no. long your drought is? It's not that long. Okay. Oh, yeah, actually, I, I guess I know that's true. <laughs> but no, no, of course it wouldn't. But I'm not like a weirdo religious freak who right. has to wear sh- magic underwear. God, I have so many questions for Mormons. Mm. They also derf. They do something called derfing. What's that? They just dry hump in jeans. Oh. Everyone's done that at a school dance, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> derfing. Why did they name it that? I don't know, man. It's <laughs> fucking stupid. That's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I derfed. No. <laughs> That's not right. Um... Sav talks about Clint coming to Adelaide and meeting Cheeto and her other animals. Sav says that she doesn't think she's the same person, that she won't be the same person walking out as she was when she walked in, which is probably true. But she, you know, she attributes that to Clint, which I don't think is true. I like that she says she- it was probably the trauma from Trent. Right. Honestly, um, she's I like that she says that she deserves someone like him. I agree. Yeah, that, that is good. And especially because, you know, he says he will never, ever ask her to change who she is, which is great. 
And I really hope that's true, but I don't think he's seen who she is. Well, uh, one seen of, one all of, of the sides of her. I don't right. think she's like a completely fake person mm-hmm. with him, yeah. but I don't think he's seen all of her sides. And like we have said, it is clear that there is some trauma and she has some strange trauma responses. Mm-hmm. And uh, Clint says he is falling for her and she says the same. Clint seems like a really great partner. Yeah. But, and God, I don't mean to like be down on Sav because I really, I really like Sav. I will, I guess what I'm feeling is I want the best for Sav Mm. so much. Yes. But Clint seems like a really great partner to this version of her that is a very, seems like a very easy person. Yeah. Also. So I don't know. We see Chloe and Reed come back from their date. They tell the other Islanders about their date. And then finally, Zach gets a text and him and Lucinda get ready for their final date. I think this is my favorite date. Oh, I wrote, count me the fuck out on this one. (laughs) (laughs) So they go to a cave that is set up for them with champagne and cheese and grapes. And it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Hella stalactites. Yeah, I've seen too many of those, and I know that they're just sitting at a table in a cave, but I've seen too many of those videos where people, like, squeeze into the tiny cave spots. <laughs> they can probably see outside. I'm from sure where that they sitting. could, but I'm also like, what if it all crumbles? <laughs> okay. You they know? stabbed by all the, the tights? I wasn't even thinking about that, but it sounds terrible. Uh, they cheers to their first actual date, which was surprising that this was their first date, considering they've kind of been together in the villa for a long time. And yeah, about... and they've already been in the hideaway. Right. The waiting. The waiting. The... No, they're different. The waiting away. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about meeting each other for the first time, their journeys, how much they've grown. I still don't care. And I re- almost everyone has grown on me, but I still, you know, I just couldn't care. Mm-hmm. they talk about Zach coming to the UK and what that would be like and then a random person enters the cave and plays violin for them and then it's nighttime back at the villa we see Sav and Clint talk about their date and then Zach and Lucinda come back they talk about their date and then Tyra gets a text and everyone heads to the fire pit after finding out that tonight is the final dumping mm. and after this it's the final three who go to the finale so I guess they do a final three can't remember if that's always the case um, we see Sophie enter. She asks the Islanders about their dates. She tells them that the super fans have been voting for what couple they believe could potentially be together one year from now. Okay. Just say, which one do you want to win? Isn't it the yeah. same? <clears throat> and she has them all stand. And then we find out who is safe. So the first couple we find out is safe is Lucinda and Zach. And I get it. We had bigger fish to fry at this point. But we can't let them win. Next is Tyra and Kale who are safe. And the final couple safe is Sav and Clint. And Reed and Chloe are dumped. Thank God. I will not miss them. They were the right answer, even though I, I hate Zach and Lucinda. They really were the right funny. answer. She, uh, Sophie Monk was like, Reed, do you have any regrets? And he goes, uh, no. And everyone's like, you regret not taking that fucking money yesterday. <laughs> And we see him also when they're when he's packing up to leave, he's talking to the boys and they're also like, you know, would you do anything differently? Or like, do you have any regrets or anything like that? And he's like, listen, it's unfortunate 
for the other girls. But I had to do what I had to do. Uh, and then off they go. And that's the end of our final week. And on Monday, we will have our winner. Oh. Likely is Tyra and Kale. It'd be if it su- isn't, I will be pissed. I'd be super surprised if it wasn't them. Can you imagine if Zach and Lucinda win? We didn't have a reunion last season of Australia, did we? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Um, but God, I mean, it's been a while since this season was airing. So part of me wants to know, like, you know, who is, I'll try to find out, I guess, before we record on Monday, like who is still together. Mm-hmm. If anybody is, I think it'd be nice to know. So that's it. Wow. 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 Australia is coming to an end. Not a second too soon. I know. One more day. But if you guys are worried about being without us, don't worry. The Patreon is still there. It's hot. It's ready. <laughs> it's like uh, Little Caesars. It's just like Little Caesars. Uh, we'll have a little bit of a break. Uh, we'll have a little sneak preview from the Patreon that'll probably creep over into the main feed at one point. And then we'll be back for All Stars. Yay. We will miss you on this break, but we will also not miss you on this break. Uh, no, I'll miss you. Yeah. But we'll also, you know, we'll also still talk to some of you on the page. On the Peachy, on the Disky. The Peachy and the, bis- the Disky. And also, you can always interact with us on Instagram. We're, we love it when you do. We almost never miss a uh, message. So. DM. All right, guys. Thank you. Love you so much. Okay. Bye. Bye.